0: I'm Rebecca Garrett-Pace. I'm
1: Mitchell Boone, and you're listening to The Day After Sunday,
0: a brief but nerdy conversation about yesterday's worship at White Rock United Methodist Church.
1: We talk about what caught our attention, stories we forgot to tell, and ways that we saw the Holy Spirit moving among us. Good morning, Rebecca.
0: Good morning, Mitchell. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm Real good. <laughs> foggy weather.
0: Really foggy. It. I was driving into work today and it was probably the foggiest I've ever seen it in Texas. Yeah. At least on my drive. Yeah. And people don't know that you're supposed to have your lights on.
1: Your fog lights.
0: Yeah. Like if you're driving a white or a gray car, you are invisible.
1: Yeah, but you can't turn on your your high beams. You got to
0: No, they were have they had no lights on. No. It was uh, They yeah. didn't
1: go for that fog light upgrade, huh? No. Nope. It's unfortunate for them
0: and me who almost hit them a couple of times.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, foggy weather, this is the first time we've recorded the podcast at normal time in a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be good. And we have a couple more weeks coming up that it'll be a little bit odd, you know, if either one of us is out of town or we have another holiday on a Monday. So
1: we'll make it work. We'll make it work. uh, We're in a new worship series entitled Recoloring the Bible, Examining the Stories of Our Childhood. If you were not present in worship, you can watch the worship service in full on our Facebook page. And Which worked yesterday. Yes, we pushed record. <laughs> it's amazing
0: how that uh, helps.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My sermon will also be uh, on this podcast channel, uh, right below this podcast. Yeah. So um, catch up. We were talking about Noah's Ark.
0: Yeah. So last week was the creation story, uh, Adam and Eve. And, yeah, you know, what this- we. We tend to talk about it as the fall, but is it really about the fall, or is it something else? And then this week was Noah's Ark.
1: Next week, do you know?
0: Mm. is next week Sodom and Gomorrah?
1: No. No. Abram, what is it? Oh, Abraham, Abraham and I, Isaac. And Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Which I uh, man, that's a trouble. I don't story. know what. <laughs> don't know what to do with that one yet. It's,
0: yeah. What? Uh, what? What book is it by Kierkegaard that examines that? Is it? Uh, you're in trembling? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. It's an incredible examination of that really troubling story.
1: Yeah, just some like Kierkegaard mm. to prepare for that sermon yeah. this week. <laughs> yeah. So, um I talked about being a preacher's kid in my uh sermon.
0: Yeah, it occurred to me though that uh I mean, I'm I think it applies to any kid of people who work in the church, any like sure. minister, you know, more more broadly minister's sure. kid because sure. I have so many stories about like the church is my second home, and knowing, like you said, knowing all the secret hiding places, totally. when you're playing sardines. Sardines. With yeah, totally. I
1: never lost a game of sardines.
0: <laughs> no, I, uh, so my mom, what she's retired now, but she was minister of music for like 43 years, I think. And I, I have this very vivid memory. It's probably one of my first memories ever in my life of her. Uh, she was an interim music minister at a church for maybe just six months or so. So I didn't have a lot of other memories at this church. But the one thing that stuck with me was I call it the um, the piano church because the only thing I remember about this place is that my fingers got smushed when a baby grand piano lid slammed down on my fingers.
1: Were you playing with the piano?
0: I was, I well, I was probably like hanging off of the side of it. But, uh, yeah, it was a very painful memory. <laughs>
1: I, literally. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Uh, yeah, I got into so much trouble around the church building, um, mainly for my dad, just, I didn't
0: really get into trouble, but Uh I mean, because I'm me, I, you know, I didn't really, I didn't really do bad things. Yeah. I
1: don't do bad things.
0: (laughs) 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 Hanging off the piano is pretty much the worst of it, but I do have memories of, you know, really long days of church in the morning and then handball rehearsal and then some kind of meeting at night and I was just kind of hanging out with my mom and, there were times when I would, you know, I would be tired and grumpy and she would pull a handbell like table cushion off of the handbell tables and yeah. I would just like take a nap. <laughs> totally.
1: They're so. still the same cushions today.
0: Probably so. Yeah.
1: I'd, I like to do bad things. Uh,
0: <laughs> the title of your memoir.
1: <laughs> YouTube star. Uh, have you seen that YouTube video? Mm-mm. All right. Mind then uh i yeah i got into trouble a lot i would always hide in the sacristy uh which is a fancy word for the room that's behind the sanctuary right yeah where you all the bell banners were mm-hmm. you know the bell banners oh, yeah. the the ones that are, are connected intense. to <laughs> they're
0: heavier than they look too, yes
1: they are they have
0: real brass bells at the yeah.
1: bottom yeah you, you can never really hide well back there because right. one <laughs> one little move and you're gonna set off a whole <laughs> chi- all the chimes of the bells so yeah grown up preacher's kid uh, that got us into talking about noah's ark uh in a meandering sort of way sure
0: no it really yeah i mean i the way that you got into that story was very effective i think because uh that's so true right we we um we conflate so many details about stories that we think we know and when we stop and think about, about it, time. yeah, when you yeah. stop and think about it, it's quite bizarre. Like, Which why it, is the rainbow there when they are entering the ark? Right. Number one, and you're right, right, why is everyone smiling?
1: Yeah, it's not. It doesn't seem to be like. It's not really a happy story. No, it's it's certainly not. Even
0: the animals got mass extincted, right? Right. right. Except for two of their you know, kind.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about murals, I, I murals are are created to tell. Uh, a story, Yeah. A, a, a it's a artistic license. story, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just unfortunate that uh, we conflate this. Mm-hmm. We don't, we take all the bad out of this story, <laughs> put all the like, possibly anything that can resemble hope right we like amp it up to 100 and then yeah. we all put it in a little mural in a children's classroom yeah. and then we which expect, artistically
0: is beautiful you know but i do think sometimes it's the important thing is we don't leave it there we don't leave it not you know locked on the wall we actually take it down and examine it um yeah. which I mean, you didn't even get into the part of the noah story where he gets drunk and end up ends up cursing his son
1: <laughs> yes read more for yeah. that you yeah know. just keep reading um he was a man of the land before uh, he becomes a, a man of the water right. and then returns to being a man of the land. A man of the
0: vine. A man of the vine. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I actually read a really great commentary by Frederick Buechner. It's no surprise it was great because he's awesome. Um, where he talks about Noah's uh, uh, being moved towards uh, alcohol and the drink because of what he'd seen. Mm, yeah. So like, you know, the the, the pain mm-hmm. and the anguish that that um, oh, yeah. Noah felt, feels in the story, yeah. right, of well, really and, leaving it all behind.
0: You know, I think there's a lot scientifically to be said about this too because I think the purpo- one of the many purposes of myth uh, is to try to make sense mm-hmm. of what we can't make sense of. Right. And so, you know, scientifically and across other cultures, there is evidence that there were throughout history um, several – mass extinction, several like catastrophic global events, whether that's a flood or an asteroid or whatever, you know, these are, these are things that truly did happen that probably wiped out 98% of what we know of as life, you know, and how, how does myth and how do myth and legend work backwards to try to help us make sense of what we can't make sense of.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do how do you, how do you explain what's behind you as you were saying? Right. Right yeah myth myth is hard and then how do you construct a theology out of myth right, right? because right. um because the author is saying something about who God is mm-hmm. and how do we allow that to be um, influential in how we think about God right but not box us in um to to think God is just out to get us, right? Mm-hmm. I think somehow God takes pleasure or right. joy in, in you know smiting people and and yeah. th- throwing lightning bolts down to, to earth, and you know there's no there's no joy in that story. Uh, right. Is is a, I think a really important thing for us to remember.
0: Yeah, that was an important shift that that you helped us make, is to think of you know the vindictiveness is not the point that we should get from this. It is. Uh, judgment as you said because if God does not judge evil then God becomes complicit in it but it's yeah, it's judgment heart, from right. grief and pain not from vindictive pleasure
1: right right um I, yeah and I love how God in the story uh is uh, moved in in affected by creation mm-hmm. right so it's not this like mm-hmm. you know frozen stale Omnipresent, omniscient God that uh, is un—I guess—unchanged by what happens around uh, around creation or in creation. Um, God is deeply connected to creation, so much so that the text tells us that God has a change of heart. Mm-hmm. That God is um, deeply connected in, in a way that th- that the outcome um, is. Our outcome is bound up with God's, but God's response to us is bound up with how we act. Like yeah. it's just really um, a beautiful way to think about God's being God being tethered to to us in a really intimate way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That's. I mean, it, it continues to be a hard story for me too. I think it's. Again, this these myths of flood and recreation are in a lot of ancient cultures. Is it the Epic of Gilgamesh that's really, mm-hmm. really similar? Yep. I would encourage you all to to go and read that. I mean, I'm sure you can just look it up online. Um, but it is interesting, this portrayal of a God that is, um uses God's senses, like when God smells the, uh, the burnt offering, right. the scent is pleasing, and God says, oh, this reminds me of the good parts of humanity. It's just very interesting to me, though, that... Uh, God could be swayed by human action. That's something that kind of troubles me. Sure. Um, and again, that brings me back to how do we? What you is, know, what
1: troubles you about it? Like, what uh, what gives you pause there?
0: Um, I guess I come from a, a tradition that sort of gr- like I grew up with the notion that uh, our actions and God's are bound up, but God is not. Um, like emotionally flippant that God would not mm. wipe us out. And then, uh, you know, Feel Noah, Noah it. makes the right kind of sacrifice. And then God's like, okay, it's fine. It's like a parent that doesn't <laughs> deal justly with their kids. Right. You know? Um, yeah. And say like, well, the kid really acted up in school, but they gave me this cute picture. So I'm not going to ground them. Right. I don't know. It seemed uh, flippant is the best word I can come up with. Um, yeah, obviously your sermon did not answer all my questions about this story, but I think that's the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you if if you have all the answers, start a televangelist uh, <laughs> news network and yeah, and let well, us know. Well,
0: sure, yeah. I mean, and that's another thing, like that we talked about was these these catastrophic earth events still happen today, right? Hurricanes, yes, tornadoes, They do happen today, even at a, a
1: greater rate, one could argue, yeah, because of climate change. Right,
0: absolutely. And we do hear uh, theologians that a lot of people trust use that and weaponize it and say, you know, Hurricane Katrina happened right. because the people, you know, were evil.
1: Right, um, right. That's
0: really, really upsetting to me.
1: It. Should and it should be. be. It should be. <laughs> yeah. It's garbage theology. It's uh, it plays off of uh, an us and them, uh, category. It plays off of fear. It um, it it makes God out to be um, vindictive, right? And and it's um, the same
0: thing that we come back to. It makes it right. makes God out to be a very punishing, um, unmerciful. Figure.
1: Which is uh, you know, I think the an- the antithesis of the the great flood and Noah's mm-hmm. ark is. Mm-hmm that God actually turns towards creation by choosing to uh, not wipe it out completely. Mm -hmm. That God's like, you know, that's such an important aspect of the story that gets overlooked because um, you're right, there are tons of flood narratives, um, not all in the Abrahamic tradition. Right. Um, But the vast majority, if not all of them except this one, have God just doing it and completely wiping out everyone. Restarting. Right, right. Clean slate, yeah. Clean slate. Uh, This is God uh getting kind of bound up in 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 the creation that mm-hmm. god god created and so um yeah pat robertson though has no um no ability to see that part of the story mm-hmm. and i think it's a really safe reading it's just a terrible one
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that somehow god uses natural disasters to punish and right. to correct um the world—it's right. just a really. Um,
0: well, it's dangerous. It's
1: very uh, in dangerous in a very
0: simple way because it puts us in God's shoes and, and thinks that, you know, if we look at a natural disaster, we can tell who God is trying to punish. <laughs> that's a that's a really, yeah. right, dangerous thing to say. Yeah, that we know what God would think.
1: Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we should only do that with fear and trembling to try to speak on behalf of God. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's super dangerous. It's bad theology. Uh, the show sucks anyway, so I don't have any problem railing <laughs> on Pat Robertson. Do you think, the 700 uh, Club, I will go all day just telling everyone about... that can hear this. It's garbage. Don't watch it.
0: Instead, watch American Gladiators.
1: Yes. I, I still believe that if you put both of those on a television, you spent uh, the same amount of time, <laughs> you would discern more about God and the world in American Gladiators <laughs> than the 700 Club.
0: I just wonder. I mean, you got you got Honeycrisp apples last week. I just wonder if you're going to get like a little figurine a little or something. A little cut out no, of laser. Yeah,
1: yeah. Did you watch American Gladiators? I did not. No?
0: No. I'm sure you're shocked by that.
1: I mean, I thought everyone watched it. Who wasn't watching 700 Club as a kid,
0: so. <laughs> who? I, why would you watch either one of those as a kid? I was watching like.
1: Uh, because it was like reruns of I Love Lucy or something. That's what I was yeah, watching. Yeah, I forgot about that. But <laughs> I was not an I Love Lucy fan, and I'm sure that's going to shock a lot of people. Uh
0: I was. It's very fun and quotable, but honestly, like in the later seasons, you could tell that their bickering was real. And then it stopped being funny because it just was like publicizing a marriage falling apart which was really really sad
1: hmm. we never made it to the yeah. later seasons yeah
0: yeah it's just interesting to watch it kind of develop
1: so you know
0: we got way off track
1: <laughs> don't know how to correct the ship here. um let's talk about the offertory real quick
0: yeah so um so the offertory Obviously, happened yesterday, right after your sermon. Some some weeks it happens right before your sermon on communion Sundays. Um, but but most of the time, most of yeah. the time it's in right. what we call um, in in liturgy speak is the response right. section. So it's the time when we have received whatever word or wisdom, and now we have a chance to respond. And right. often that is through giving your tithes and offerings. But yesterday, um, I added a level, a layer. Uh, that the congregation started singing along with us with the folk band and it was this great song we actually learned it for um Ryan and Christina's wedding and so we just we I wanted to pull it back in because I just thought it was so cool that the the refrain is hallelujah the great storm is over um and we just you know, that comes back and comes back, and the verses weave together stories of creation, stories of the flood, and stories from Revelation. It's really theologically rich,
1: right. If you go back and look right. at the text yeah, of the yeah, verses,
0: yeah. um, but yeah, the congregation was just like singing their hearts out, and it was neat to have them respond to this flood story by saying, you know, through Christ, through God, the great storm, you know, is over, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. um,
1: it's really it was, cool, it was great, it was really good.
0: Yeah.
1: Good Sunday considering we uh, had to talk about the flood. Yeah. It's going to get so much easier.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> I have a feeling this was the easiest story.
1: Oh, no, this Sunday. Y'all, y'all need to show up on Sunday to see what I say. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to get into it. We can get into it at our next podcast. We are at uh, our arbitrary time limit that we set for ourselves. Right, so, right. Um,
0: Keep it short. <laughs> that was really me saying i don't like long podcasts because i'm bored so we're trying to keep it to a rebecca length uh attention span yeah
1: one day i'll i <laughs> will have a i'll have a three hour ay, ay, ay. armchair expert a three hour tour three hour tour podcast but not today so we'll see y'all next week take care You're listening to a podcast recorded at White Rock United Methodist Church in the heart of East Dallas. For more information, you can find us at wrumc.org. And make sure you stay subscribed to this channel to stay up to date with all of our content.